If you're a coach, you're probably looking for new ways of getting leads, prospects, and new clients coming into your business. One of the best ways to do this is by having your own book, and self-publishing may be the right route for you. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So in today's video, we are going to discuss self-publishing for coaches, a complete guide. So let's get straight into it. The first thing is introduction. We're going to hit the importance of self-publishing for coaches. Now, why exactly does it matter so much for coaches that you get started with self-publishing? The first thing is autonomy and creative control. This is a huge advantage that you have as opposed to going traditionally published. With traditional publishing, you're completely dependent upon what the publishing house is looking to present you as, whereas you may already have an idea in your brand that you have for the coaching that you're doing. And there's lots of different things, whether you're a a life coach or some other type of coach, um, it could be anything, physical fitness, whatever it is, um, you have complete control over maintaining your brand and your identity as you're going through the book. So when you get this book on the market, it's going to match exactly what you're trying to convey to your ideal <clears throat> clients that you'd like to have, right? When they're coming into your business. The second reason is because it's fast time to market. You're a lot, it's a lot faster than we would have if we were trying to do this whole process um, through traditional publishing. You could end up waiting for years and years and years, and by that point, you've already lost interest in the entire project. Whereas with the self-publishing, this is a super fast route uh, for coaches because you can just simply get the book about as fast as you're able to on the market. The other is enhanced prof profitability. When you have this book on the market, you're going to be making 70% of the sales. If the book is really closely related to your coaching practice, you can even and recommend that your clients purchase this book in order to get a better idea of exactly how to follow along with what you're coaching them to do. And again, it could be, there's all sorts of coaches in the world, right? Whether you're a physical fitness coach or a dietary coach, or you're doing life coaching or business coaching, any of these sorts of coaching, or maybe meditation and spirituality or something like that, you're going to be able to help them by uh, with the book that you're putting on the market so that they're able to get that and also get a good idea of exactly the ideas that you're teaching. You're finding people one direction, bringing people in through the book to your coaching, and also the other direction where you're able to increase profitability by taking your existing clients and pushing them in the direction of your book. Okay. The next thing is the overview of the content structure that you're going to be using. So the first thing is you're going to want a clear introduction in your book. So when you're writing this book, it's not just going to be you spouting out all of the different things you could ever come to, but giving them a very clear starting point, like this is exactly who I am and the problem that you have and exactly how I can help you. The second thing is you're going to you need to organize the sections and chapters to make sure that we have the chapters very clearly done. One of the reasons I like to do this, I like to do this with Injuto, which is my favorite formatting program because after we finish doing it in Word or Google Docs, we can move it over to Juto and then we can see that these things are clearly organized. We can quickly switch them around. That's one of the reasons you can check out below my affiliate link for Juto in the description. That's my favorite formatting tool. And I have also have a course you can find below on formatting made easy for uh, self-publishers. Okay. So the thing is, is that we we break it down into the chapters and the sections. We have to think logically. The best way to do this is not just to wing the book, but rather to already create an outline so you have an idea of what you're going to convey to your target customers, the future clients that you're going to have within your business. The other is you should have an actionable conclusion. The point of the book is to drive action. And in this case, it would be possibly to get new clients. If the book is very helpful, the person will say, well, this book was really helpful. And then they're going to just take it to the next level as they go into their coaching. And they're saying, hey, I really would like to have a coach who could show me how to implement these strategies, whether it's, again, diet or business career advice, all of these sorts of things. There's different types of coaches that you can have, and your book would simply drive 
drive more of these customers to your coaching practice. So next we have understanding self-publishing. What is self-publishing for coaches? Well, the first thing is it's empowering the publishing process. So it makes it possible for coaches it goes to do this independent and direct approach. So as you're establishing yourself also as an author, it's going to give you that authority that you need and it empowers you as a coach in order to get your message out into the world more than just the people you're normally contacting or running ads and things like that. Maybe you have a blog or something, but you're able with the book to use it as like a thing. And that involves specifically personal branding and exposure that gets you out there, your personal brand. You're an authority in this. You have a book. There's a huge difference between a coach who doesn't have a book and one who actually has a book. You can say, you can hand it out. You can sell these books to say, look, I'm a best, uh, a best-selling author on Amazon. And this is the reason why I am fit to be a coach for you, a guide to take you through the steps that you're going to be needing. Okay. You're also going to have diverse formats and channels for your book to ensure that it's in the formats that we're going to need to reach as big of an audience as possible. We don't know where your future clients are going to be. And especially if you're able to do your business online, you can meet people from all over the world. And that's why we want to be in as many bookstores in as many formats as possible. So we're reaching these people. The other thing is the advantages uh, and benefits of self-publishing for coaches. And there's a whole bunch of advantages. Uh, one of the big ones, it comes back, it's the creative control. So you're going to be able to control exactly the messaging that you're doing. You're not subjected at all to what other people are looking and wanting you to, uh, to do and to say. You can control the messaging. The other is, again, like we mentioned, the speed at which we're able to get this book on the market, and then we're able to get that additional earnings that we would have. Because again, if it's self-published, we're going to be getting 70% of the profit, especially on the eBooks that we're putting out and about 40 to 50% as opposed to traditional publishing with like 10 to 15% royalties, which is really lousy, especially if they're not even going to be doing the marketing for you. They will push your book for about a week or two and then they move on to the next book. Okay. Unless your book, it makes a huge success, which could happen if you've already got a large clientele. Um, so that is also a really powerful tip for you. Okay. The next is preparing to self-publish for coaches. So you're going to need to identify your target audience. Now, this is the most important thing, hopefully in your coaching business. And I've coached coaches specifically on this, which is choosing a single target market. Do not try to target people in multiple markets. I currently even have clients in this category where it's like, okay, targeting this market and then targeting this market. You really don't want to do that. You want to make sure there's one single target market that we have. And in order to do this, we're going to conduct some market research to verify there actually is even a hungry market out there. And how would we do that? Well, we're going to look at books that are already selling inside of your market and see how many sales are being made and how many books are on that market to give us an idea. Well, what we want to find is how we can look at marketing to where there's very few books inside of that particular thing. So little competition, but the ones that are there are making a lot of sales. And that means that we're, we're, we're getting that profitability for the books that are out there, but very few. So we call it a hungry market, or some people would call it a blue ocean as opposed to red oceans where there's lots of sharks and you already have lots of products and services meeting a very few amount of demand that makes it very difficult for you to rank on Google and to get the sales that you want. You are going to analyze your compet competitors. What are they doing right? And when we say competitors, we're talking other self-publishers. We're not talking big name people because they're not really your competitors. And we're also talking people within your same market. What do you mean by market? People, you're targeting people who have the same problem, okay? 
And we're going to create a buyer persona. We're going to break down exactly, or an avatar, some people like to call it, breaking down what exactly these target customers, these people you would like to have new clients in your coaching business, what exactly they look like, what do they feel like, what are they interested in, where are their pain points, how can you best help them. This is a key issue as a coach that you're going to need to pay attention to. Then you're going to have setting clear goals and objectives for your book. What exactly is the purpose of this book? Define your purpose. Figure it out. The book is never a standalone. Everything you're doing, every aspect of everything you're doing is always calling the person to move, continue, and do another action. Okay? We're going to want to have them take a specific next action, next step, next step, as we keep moving it through. And we're going to establish measurable objectives, okay? Some people would look at this as like smart objectives, which is a good way to go. They should be setting specific, they should be specific goals you have. You're going to have measurable so we can see whether or not what we're doing is working. It should be achievable, so you have to be able, if it's not achievable, you're going to get demotivated. They have to be relevant to your target audience and time-bound. That's what we mean by smart objectives for your book. Like what exactly are we trying to accomplish with this book. For most coaches, it's simply going to be trying to bring additional people into your business, into your orbit with what you're doing, right? We want to serve as many people as possible and be as helpful as we can. And the best way to do this is to reach out to them in the way that we can. And that means we're going to need to identify your target readership to clearly identify who are these people who are interested in your book. Next, we're going to be choosing the right book topic and title for coaches, okay? You're going to access expertise, assess expertise and passion. What are you passionate about and what are you expertise in? What are you good at and what are you passionate about? You should pivot your business to make sure that we're targeting the right market and yet choosing something that we are an expert in or are interested in becoming an expert in and that we're very passionate about. Otherwise, if you're not an expert in this thing, it's going to be hard to sell, right? We're going from an authority-based thing. People need to know you know what you're talking about, and a book is a way that we communicate that to our target audience, okay? Then we're going to consider audience relevance. Is the audience that we're currently targeting actually relevant for what this is? This is true for any of the books that you're doing on the market. It doesn't even matter if you're a coach or not, because unfunctionally, we're putting a message out there. We need to make sure that our audience actually care and that this is going to be useful for them, okay? And you're going to craft engaging title. The title is important for a couple of reasons. One is it tells them, this book is for me, and number two, it helps when they do the search on Google or on Amazon, we want to make sure that this book is in fact showing up on there, okay? Then we're going to be creating a compelling book outline like we talked about a little before. We're going to break it down, identifying the key themes and messages that we're going to have. We're going to organize the content logically and include any supporting material that's necessary to make sure this outline looks really, really good. Then you have your writing the book itself. You have a tips for effective writing for coaches. Some of these tips include knowing your audience like we talked about before. We're going to be clear and concise. There's no need to use a lot of extra words. So make sure you're getting in there, you're giving them the, the, the goods. They don't want a 15,000 page book. They want a book that could just be 100 pages, could even be 50, 100 pages. I would suggest at least 85 so we can have a hardcover version of this book, okay? And the size should be six by nine, okay? You're gonna showcase your expertise and establish to them why exactly they should listen to you specifically as a coach, okay? We're gonna be maintaining your authentic coaching voice in the book. That means you're gonna be true to yourself. You need to embrace your unique perspective on exactly what it is you're coaching about in order to engage in continuous self-reflection, reflecting on yourself and inside the book, making it show that you're true to yourself. You're not being some phony baloney because it's going to be difficult to maintain. And I use this a lot 
of energy. It's best just to be yourself. Don't try to pretend to be someone you're not. And you want to connect with your audience so you understand what exactly that you're resonating with them, what exactly the voice that you have is resonating with that audience. And the more we speak, the more we resonate, the bigger the audience that we're going to be building, okay? We're going to be overcoming writer's block and staying motivated. That's the next important thing. And that means we're going to break it down into individual steps what exactly it is. This is one of the most important things, which is seeing where we're going, feeling that we're having progress. And this is one of the reasons a lot of clients start working with me one-on-one -on -one in my one-on-one -on -one program, which you can find below in the description. It's because they just need that motivation. They need somebody who can say, okay, look, I'm going to take you through the steps. I'm going to show you exactly step-by-step -step what you need to do in order to succeed with your self-publishing and find inspiration in different sources. Okay. So you may not really know what's going to bring you the most inspiration, but you just need to figure out what other sources can bring inspiration. Other people in your community, other authors can be helpful and staying in contact with your individual people and then with your readers and then you have established a writing routine how many words you can write a day sit down in the chair and or decide how many minutes you're going to spend writing and one of the things is some people ask like well how do I know when I, I only write when I'm inspired but I'm inspired exactly at eight o'clock every morning for 30 minutes to an hour okay which is kind of funny but it's true whether you're inspired or not sometimes just doing actually helps get you inspired and if you make progress that builds motivation and then we have a really positive loop established okay we're going to be setting realistic writing deadlines and schedules as we go along. We're going to assess your writing pace. Is this going too fast or are we going too slow? We're going to break the tasks down and prioritize to make sure that we're really focused on the things that matter the most. And we're going to incorporate buffer time so it's not only work, 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 but then we have time in between. Okay. So next we're going to go into the editing and proofreading process. And that involves the importance of professional editing, making sure that we're the, what we're doing, we're publishing, that the content we're publishing is error-free content. It's not going to have all this these grammar errors and things like that. So we're going to get those completely out. It needs to be consistent and coherent narrative. So from beginning to end, it's sticking true to your voice and it's very consistent and we have objective feedback and improvement. So as we're moving through this whole thing, we're getting that feedback we need. We're checking with, with, with the editing process and they're going through this. They're going to be making sure that all of these things are in alignment. Then they're giving us that feedback and their job is to tear it apart, to tell us what we can do to make it better. Okay. In in addition, under the editing, we're going to have self-editing techniques for coaches. One of them is to take a step back. <coughs> take a step back. Sometimes listening to your book, put it into a voice reading program. I like voice readers, my favorite one on the iPhone, and we'll just read the book to you. There's a number of ways of doing this specific thing as well. Okay. The other is focus on clarity and conciseness, making sure that the book is completely clear as we're doing self-editing of the book. Is it clear? Is it concise? Do we get the message across? And seek feedback and revise. You should be building an email list as you go if you don't already have one for your business. And as we do, we can give them copies and find beta readers who can read the book and give us feedback. Is there a problem with this book that needs to be fixed? Next, we have utilizing beta readers and feedback, like I was just mentioning. We have diverse perspectives we want to bring in with these beta readers. They're going to be, they are already on your email list. They're interested in the topic. They're excited to get the book for free. And their job is just to tear into it and tell you what you can do to improve it. We want objective evaluation from these readers so that we're able to better assess exactly what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. And we want to refine and strengthen your work as we're going along. We're just going to take a really deep dive into what exactly the work looks like and what we need to do to make it better. Okay. Next, we're going to proofreading and quality assurance. That means we're going to have a thorough review of this whole thing. We're not just like writing and we're done. We're going to do this. We're going to do consistency check on the whole thing to make sure it's consistent as we're moving along. And we're going to enhance the clarity if there's some aspects of our book that are not specifically clear. Next is design and formatting. You have your book cover design for 
for uh, for coach authors. And this is a big one. It needs now. One of the things I always recommend is you can check below my my best designer, the designer that I recommend for your books. You'll find my affiliate link to her uh, in the description. She's fantastic. Now there have been some issues lately, but usually some misunderstandings around that. I had some clients who had some issues, but um, she is still my favorite. I've used her for over 200 covers, and mo oh, virtually all of my clients have been very very happy with the work that she's done. So I would definitely check her out. My affiliate link below in the description. Okay, so a couple things on book cover. You're going to have captivating visuals. You're going to want to look at what your competition is doing as well and make sure that it's popping. It's a thumbnail for a reason. It's the size of a thumbnail. They need to look at that and know exactly what this book is for, what exactly it's offering really, really fast. You have about half a second. They're looking at it. Does it stand out? Does it reflect the author's, author's brand? Is it reflecting your brand as a coach? So you may have a website already. You should have a website. And if not, you should get a website. And then make sure that your book is matching the color scheme and stuff. And it needs to be clear and informative on the cover. Okay. Then you have the interior layout and formatting to considerations. Now, as we talked before, I like using Juto and I have my uh, book formatting course for authors, which you can find below in the description, book formatting made easy course, um, which goes through how to use Juto in order to get your book formatted easily. But when it comes to this interior layout, it needs to have the readability and flow. And that's what I go through with my template in the course, showing you how to exactly do that. And if you're part of my group coaching or one-on-one program, we go through exactly, I take you through, I'll even look at your book and literally click by click, go through your book and show you how to make those changes that are necessary. We want to make sure that consistent styling, and that's the big part of using style sheets that are inside of Juto, so that we're able to ensure that throughout the entire thing, it's really easy to see it all fits together, all of the styles are identical, and that the margins and white space look good. So we're not just like huge walls of text. This is something that so many authors make mistakes on. We want to give breathability to the, to the writing, and that the font that you're choosing is easy on the eyes. Do not make this so hard for your target audience. Okay, then we have choosing fonts, images, and graphics for your book. We're going to want to make sure the fonts are very easy to see, to read and such. We're going to have the images that we're using with regards to inside of our book and the designs so that they're very, very clear and crisp. It's not these blurry ones. And the graphics we're using stand out. Okay. We have ensuring readability and accessibility. We're going to use concise language as we're doing this. We're going to be formatting the text with the appropriate headings and subheadings using bullet points. It just makes it so easy for your audience to figure this out and to see what you're trying to tell them. It's easy, easy, easy. They love it. People love bullet points, so make sure you're using them and implementing accessibility features for the text, images, and descriptions. So people who are view uh, who are uh, visually impaired they're going to be able to also enjoy your book then we have publishing platforms and distribution you can we have popular self-publishing platforms for coaches one of them is amazon direct uh, publishing, which is KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing, which I definitely recommend you start with that one. Then you have Smashwords, which now has been purchased by draft to digital to ensure we maximize for your ebook and maximize uh, uh, the the total number of, of sites that we're getting our ebook to. And Gumroad, if you want to sell directly to your people, maybe perhaps even on your own website with, with at a nominal fee, Gumroad is definitely something to consider. And you have a step-by-step -step guide to publishing on different platforms. The first is you're going to choose your platform, then you're going to prepare your content for that specific platform. That's one of the reasons why when dealing with the with the uh, interior, I like Juto because it will prepare the content for any of the platforms I just mentioned with a single click of a button. We can just produce that content right on out. Uh, the exact formats, everything's flawlessly done. And I suggest putting it on multiple platforms and then you're just gonna publish your content when you set up the accounts. Keep in mind the covers do have templates for each of these different platforms. So we start with Amazon, which is the easiest of them all. Okay. We're going to be understanding distribution options and reaching your audience. There's a couple things here that are important. One is targeting your distribution. So making sure that we're really figuring out where exactly we want to make sure we're distributing it to as many people as possible. We're going to be diversifying the distribution channels. So that means 
We're going to be all over in his every possible bookstore online that we can find, and we're going to be monitoring and adapting to see what exactly is happening on those uh, on those sites to make sure that is it selling, is it not selling, how does it look, the page layout on the specific platform, so we can request if any changes are needed. Then you have your pricing strategies and royalty, royalty considerations. We want to make sure that our pricing is competitive, but I'm going to tell you just straight out the gate, when it comes to Amazon, we're going to be putting it $2.99 for your ebook, and we want to make sure you get a $5 profit on your paperbacks. So there are advanced strategies I give my one-on-one clients and my group coaching clients that we discuss inside of on Slack, which is what we use to go back and forth as we discuss on a daily basis how exactly to get your book selling and making as much money as possible. Okay, You're going to have your value-based pricing here as well to make sure, well, what is the value that you're giving? But keep in mind, most authors sell their book at too low of a price, not too high. And then we have royalty negotiations. Some of the platforms we're going to discuss a little bit with them what exactly <coughs> are the right terms for us when it comes to this but usually there's not going to be too much negotiating going on then it comes to the marketing and promotion side of it we're going to create a marketing plan for your book figuring out who's your target audience like we did before utilizing multiple platforms for the marketing and then doing content and engagement we're creating content and content marketing is where we're creating content where people enjoy the content and say well if you like this you might like my book you might like my course you might like my coaching okay and so like what you're watching this video or reading this blog or you're watching, listening to this podcast or reading this email. You see, any of these four, this is content marketing. If you're trying to understand and get your head around content marketing, that's why one of the reasons I offer content marketing for authors, uh, content marketing made easy below course uh, in the description. That goes through all of the key steps that show you how to do four pillar content marketing in order to maximize your total reach as you're building a, con a market and building an audience and authority at the same time. It's such powerful stuff. This is probably the best use of your time is actually doing that in addition to writing new books, okay? Then we have leveraging social media and online presence. And that means choosing the right platforms. You should be on all of the platforms, really. But you should spend most of your time focusing on one specific or two specific platforms with re replying to comments and stuff. Don't be spread out all over the place. But you can at least put your content marketing all over the place and get people on your email list by doing that. You're going to, again, use this consistent branding and messaging and engaging with your audience. There's no point of being there if you're not planning on answering questions. Once you start seeing the money coming in or using your coaching money coming in, you can hire a team to help you with a lot of this answering of stuff. Okay. Then you have collaborating with influencers and other coaches. This is a fantastic one. You want to identify partners that really match and dovetail with your specific brand and establish mutual benefits. You're both going to benefit off each other's list, each, each other's customer base that you have. You can just swap uh, sending messages to each other's stuff and fostering genuine relationships, which also plays a major role uh, when it comes to making sure that we're building real true uh, relationships with those. We're not using each other. We're helping each other out in our businesses, okay? Then we have hosting, book launch, and events and promotions. And this would be engaging in influential guest speakers or authors where you can actually do questions, where they're asking questions, or you can tell people on their podcast and stuff, hey, I'm willing to be on your podcast and give you free content in exchange for doing an interview with me and allowing me to get people on my email list, giving them something for free that they can get, okay? And that's the, really the ask we're doing. We're not saying buy my book. We're just getting them on the email list. That's really where we want to get it. And then we can comment on our book and stuff like that inside of the emails. And we're going to leverage social media and online platforms to make sure that we're getting as big of reach as possible. And whenever we see that we're really hitting it big on one platform, we'll double down on that platform. 
And we're going to offer ex exclusive perks and incentives on those platforms so that we keep our audiences engaged. Next, we're going to be building an author platform. That means the importance of an author website for coaches is something we're going to need to take into mind. That means establishing professional credibility so that as we're moving along, that our audience is going to hear and they're going to say, this is a very professional person. You know, this is a real platform. It's like an actual business. It's not just you trying to wing it, but it's actually, you get better as you do this whole thing. Okay. You're going to be, it's going to showcase your coaching services. So they know exactly what services you offer and you're going to facilitate client engagement so that your clients are able to interact with you. They're going to see this book that you have that, which establishes you also as an authority, even if it's self-published doesn't make a difference okay you're going to be growing your email list and engaging with readers offering valuable content and incentives so you're going to make sure they're going to get on your email list by giving them something for free and once they're on there we're going to go through exactly how to do these interactive these email campaigns nurturing campaigns sales letters all of these things play a part of it. We talk you through all of this inside of my group coaching. That's usually where I usually go through into, into detail to show you the winning strategies. Here on the channels and on these, these platforms, I usually go through the top level stuff, but there's a lot of strategies and how is this best implemented for your specific thing? And that's one of the reasons I do that. And sometimes just even with a discovery session, which is absolutely free, we can take a look and see where you're at. You find that below in the description, okay? You're gonna regularly share valuable content. And that's the thing. I'll show you exactly how which content you should share for your thing, for your coaching business to try to figure out what's gonna work well for you. You're gonna be establishing yourself as an expert in your coaching niche. And notice we said niche, not niches. You're not hitting multiple niches and you're gonna specialize and focus on one specific niche. You can broaden once you start having massive success in your given niche if necessary. But usually being a specialist is always gonna be better than being a generalist when it comes to coaching. You're gonna share your valuable content with these people and you're gonna seek speaking and writing opportunities to ensure we get in front of as many audiences as possible but you need a balancing your coaching and writing responsibilities at the same time you can establish a structured schedule so you already know what time is being used for coaching and what's being used for self-publishing you're going to prioritize the tasks effectively so we don't want to lose motivation we're looking at what is the most important things and you're going to practice self-care to make sure that we're not burning ourselves out that is the top threat and trust me i felt the, the burn where, you, where you're putting out and you're doing so much stuff that you start to burn out over a period of time so it's very important to balance and self-care plays a big role then next big thing is we're going to be monitoring sales and feedback that means tracking book sales and performance how are we going to do that we're going to utilize sales tracking software it's built within amazon but there's also other things like book report and other ones that will show you the graphs and stuff for your specific books this is also why i love self-publishing you can see all of the sales on a daily basis which is fantastic and you should set performance benchmarks like what exactly do we expect so we sort of have goals on this and we're going to analyze the marketing strategies that are best and figure out if they're working for us in addition we're going to be responding to reader reviews and feedback expressing gratitude and empathy so if people don't like what we do we're going to ask them why didn't you not like it i'm so sorry that you didn't like that showing them some serious things we are humans after all so make sure you show that and when they say something positive show them some gratitude okay send some love to your clients all right you're also going to be addressing specific points so as we're doing this where we're looking specifically at the sales and the feedback to whatever they're saying and staying professional and courteous we don't get defensive we don't get argumentative we come with a helpful spirit okay helpful spirit to whatever they're doing and forgiving sometimes too if it's necessary there right uh next we're adapting and improving future additions on our book conducting thorough feedback 
surveys to see what's going on. We're going to be fostering a strong partnership and collaborations with the people that we have. And we're embracing technology and trends to figure out what exactly is currently working for other people. And then we're going to implement that when it comes to our sales of our books and the feedback that we're giving there, right? Okay, hope that makes sense. Next, beyond the book and repurposing content, this is so important. We're going to be turning your book into other forms of content like courses and podcasts, okay? You're developing online courses. There's no reason when you finish a book or anything that you're doing, you should always ask then what's next, you see? So they can they can just jump right on in or launch a podcast series, which is what I talk about in my uh, content marketing made easy course below in the description or creating visual content so you're able to say hey here's some infograms or things that would show it make it a lot easier but what we always want to do with any book or anything that we're doing we're always calling them to action to do the next thing next we're going to be expanding your coaching business through the book's success so based upon the success of the book it's going to be driving more clients to your courses and your coaching and you're going to establish your authority so it's really easy to see this and we're going to offer value-added services what additional services can you offer so you have this value ladder that you're building up something I discussed with my one-on-one clients and my group coaching clients as well going through what's the next thing then what and then what there's this question your clients have and we can talk it through how to figure out what's right for you you're going to collaborate and network as well to make sure that we're maximizing what happens here as we get success on this thing and taking each piece of content we have and breaking it down and reusing it in another format think keep in mind your entire book can also be reformatted just into a course it's so easy you've already got the outline so just make a course and the course doesn't have to be really long one hour is actually a great length for a course nobody wants a course that's 500 hours okay it's too long they want you to get in there give you the information and get out so that's a really th important thing next we have common challenges and how to overcome them so one of big one is dealing with self-doubt and imposter syndrome and that means establishing your authority so we're we're looking at this fact is how do you establish your authority well keep reading and learning as you're going so you're becoming an actual authority and self-doubt is overcome as you help more people because they're going to say wow you know all of this stuff and you're not an imposter imposter syndrome means where you're feeling like like oh i'm i'm pretending to be something i'm not well the fact is as long as you're able to be helpful to the people and your clients they're going to ask questions you're going to look up those answers and make sure you know their answers for the next time and you're becoming that authority so there's no imposter at all you're giving answers useful answers to their questions on a regular basis as a self-published author of over 200 books having run over 250 million ads on Amazon I can tell you I still have clients ask questions I don't know the answer to I have to look it up I'm not an imposter I'm just human so we're not expected to know everything but we should look it up and we build that specialty and it's only in one niche so we're getting better and better at this whether it's puppy training or whatever it might be and we need to make sure we have those value-added services that we're throwing in there to show them we are in fact an expert on this thing and then collaborating and networking as we go along on all of this okay the next is time management and balancing coaching and writing we need to prioritize our tasks figuring it out between those two areas between the coaching side and the writing side and then we're setting a dedicated writing time so we know exactly when we're going to be writing and when we're going to be coaching and then just delegate and outsource this stuff if as the money starts to come in for me i started hiring teams and uh through the outsourcing i used online jobs and you can find uh, my affiliate link below in the description on that the, what i used to find my team in in uh, the philippines which is absolutely fantastic really really love having a team it's wonderful um, the other thing is staying persistent during the self-publishing journey you want to stay focused on your goals every day you wake up what are the tasks and making sure you're focused on that embracing feedback and learning this is a learning process but don't spend all your time learning make sure you're doing stuff and then celebrate the milestones and the progress we need to celebrate our wins whether they're small or big it's 
really critical to staying motivated. Then you have your legal and copyright considerations. You're going to copyright your work as a coach author underneath your business that you have. So that makes a, a fantastic way of doing that. You may choose to get your own ISBN numbers under your own imprint as your business. That's one option. Or you can go below. I have uh, ISBN services you can find below here in order to get your ISBNs uh, registered under an imprint as cheaply as possible and understanding royalties and intellectual property rights. <coughs> and that's an important one because um, if you cross some of these lines, you may end up having to pull your book off the market or risk yourself getting <coughs> excuse me, sued in the process. Okay, And so you have like royalty basics, so you understand what's going on there, and you have properties. Uh, you have your uh, property and IP rights. So you're going to research that with when it comes to the legal aspects of it and then the licensing and the contractual side of things. Okay. Um, you're also going to be navigating the potential legal issues and liabilities. If you're giving people, like doing putting preventive measures in place where you're telling them, look, I'm not liable with the advice that you give in the book. This is just for entertainment purposes. Using due diligence to make sure that we're doing the best we can to give good advice. And then giving expert guidance. Be very careful if you're giving legal advice or medical advice not to say, I'm a, you're saying, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I a, nor I'm an expert. I'm a doctor. And so if you're giving legal advice or medical advice, you can get sued if you give bad advice. And even if you give okay advice and they apply it incorrectly, they can still sue you because you're giving advice, okay? So as we're looking at this, you can see how this is very helpful if you're a coach putting these things into practice. And if you are a coach, I would like to know, have you actually already put a book on the market or have you not done it? Go ahead and write below in the comments whether you already have, as a coach, written a book or you're considering writing a book, where the status of your book is at so I can know where you're coming from. And check up above me here for more answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.